to Disorderly Dogs, the podcast for dog owners. If you find yourself in precarious predicaments with your dog, this podcast is for you. I'm Rachel Harris. I'm a certified professional dog trainer, and I hope to give you a fresh outlook on your dog's behavior and practical dog training advice. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Disorderly Dogs, the podcast. I hope that you are well wherever you are. Things are going pretty great here in Colorado. Um, I've got just some amazing clients on my roster right now. It just brings me immense joy to connect with people and help them to train their dogs. So um, I want to talk about on-leash or off-leash. Uh, That is really the question, isn't it? And I get this question a lot, right? Like, when do you know that you should let your dog off leash? Or when do you know you should keep your dog on leash? And um, obviously, there's no one answer to this. But I want to just kind of go through some of my considerations when I'm looking at whether I am going to let my dog on or off leash. So before I jump into today's episode, uh, really quickly, guys, if you enjoy this podcast, it would mean the world to me if you could leave a review over on Apple podcasts. And please do me a favor and share this podcast with other dog owners that could benefit from all of the topics that I cover. Um, I know y'all have friends and their dogs are not super well behaved and this could be a really nice podcast to help improve that. Okay, so I would really, really appreciate that. So let's jump into whether or not your dog should be on leash or off leash. Okay, so One of the first things I'm looking at is obviously leash laws, right? And if there are leash laws and I'm in a busy place, I'm going to leave my dog on leash. It's a common courtesy and you just don't know other people's training journey with their dog and your dog being off leash and approaching their dog could cause a lot of harm. So if there are leash laws, dogs are supposed to be on leash and I'm on a busy trail, I'm at a busy park, I'm definitely leaving my dogs on leash, right? And I think that you absolutely should do that too. So if you are new to this podcast, I'm a big believer in letting dogs be off leash. And while I do my best to obey leash laws, I don't always obey leash laws. So um, some times in which maybe I am not going to obey leash laws is if I am somewhere and I feel pretty confident that there's not really anyone else around. Um, So I have the luxury of hiking during the week. So by doing that, I get to hike on a lot of trails that oftentimes there aren't anyone else at. So I'm definitely looking like at the parking lot and observing like how many hikers and people I pass on the trails and kind of letting that be my guide. Um, So yeah, that may be a circumstance in which if there were leash laws, I may still let my dogs off leash, just kind of depending on the scenario. But again, you know, you got to do what you're comfortable with, but these are just kind of some of my considerations that I'm looking at at whether or not I'm going to let my dog off leash. So something else that I'm always looking at is the distraction level, and that is as it pertains to my individual dogs. So if you guys follow us over on Instagram at a good feeling underscore NCO, you know that one of Waylon's biggest distraction uh, are deer, right? He thinks that deer are really fun. He thinks that chasing them is really fun. And obviously that is something that I am avoiding, right? Because I do not want uh, Waylon harassing wildlife for very obvious reasons. So that's definitely a consideration I have to look at, right? So like even if we're at a trail 
where there are no leash laws. It's perfectly fine for him to be off leash. There's no one else around. If there are deer in the area, I may or may not let him be off leash, just kind of depending. So you need to know your individual dog's ability to cope in different distraction levels. So as it pertains to Tiva, um, there's not a ton in the way of distraction level that I feel like I couldn't call her off of. So that definitely lends itself to her being off leash a lot more just because she's not terribly distracted by too much and her recall response is pretty good so I, I don't have to worry too much about that but for Waylon it's it's a completely different story so there are often times that like we're out and Tiva is off leash and Waylon is on leash for that very specific reason so that's definitely some questions I think that you need to be asking yourself as it pertains to the distraction level. And if you're not sure how your dog is going to respond, they should definitely be on leash, right? And maybe they're on a long leash, but if you're not sure how your dog is going to respond to certain distraction levels and you don't have them on leash, there's a lot of room for error and that could potentially be dangerous. So if you are not sure how your dog is going to react, if like another hiker and dog comes, your dog should be on leash. If you are not sure how your dog is going to react, if you encounter a deer or um, a fox or, you know, whatever other wildlife you may encounter, I definitely think your dog should be on on a leash, right? So um, if you guys are new to the podcast, uh, over the summer, Waylon got quilled by a porcupine. And that is something that um, obviously was not ideal. Um, and this particular trail uh, going forward, Waylon is not on, on leash on, I mean, excuse me, Waylon is not off leash at this trail. So he's actually been quilled by a porcupine two times and it was on this same trail. So that trail, Waylon just stays on leash right? It's not okay for Waylon to harass wildlife and it is really dangerous to harass porcupines for obvious reasons, okay? So that's just one of those that like, it's a no-brainer. Now Waylon is just on leash on those trails so that we can avoid that. And it's not always easy to predict wildlife in that way, but for us, two separate times on the same trail, he encountered a porcupine. So now I know that that trail, Waylon needs to be on leash. Um, Tiva gets to be off leash because I know that I could call her away from the porcupine because I did call her away from the porcupine on two different occasions. So, you know, it's just, it, it depends on your dog and the distraction level, but that's definitely stuff that I'm going to be looking at. You also need to look at your dog's reliability when it comes to trained behaviors. So if your dog does not have very much experience being off leash and you are not sure what their recall is going to look like, there needs to be a safety net, right? So I think that a long leash is a great solution to that. Um, maybe you hold the long leash, maybe you let it drag, but at least you have somewhat of a safety net so that you can kind of work through some of those training things. So um, if you don't know how your dog is going to do off leash, you shouldn't just let them be completely off leash with no idea, right? Like have them on a long leash and kind of get prepared for um, how they're going to be able to handle and respond to cues when they're off leash. And then you can kind of go from there. Waylon's recall reliability has greatly improved and that is a reflection of you know his whole life three whole years of reinforcement history for coming when called and guys that's a three-year work in progress Tiva will be 13 this year that is a 13-year work in progress for her recall reliability um, some dogs are going to be easier to train recalls than others that's really just kind of undeniable but um, I do not believe in using an e-collar in the name of like allowing the dog to be off leash so 
So um, I just want to be clear on that, that I don't think that an e-collar is necessary when it comes to off-leash reliability. Um, it's absolutely possible just to get it with positive reinforcement. So um, guys, every time I start recording a podcast, my dogs start playing like crazy in the background. So yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I can only do so much. <laughs> okay, so Back to on-leash or off-leash, that is the question. So um, something else that I'm definitely looking at is my mood and my dog's mood on that particular day. I find that if I am feeling stressed, I'm feeling overwhelmed, I'm much less likely to be connected with my dogs in a way in which we're working more as a team when they are off-leash. And that's something that like if I'm frustrated, I'm overwhelmed, I'm probably going to keep the dogs on leash until I can get my mind right before I let them off leash. Um, that's just me, you know, and I think that there's probably different variations of that depending on dogs and people. But yeah, if I'm feeling like frustrated, irritable, um, I, I typically don't let the dogs off leash just because I don't want that to translate to the dogs and then there'd be, you know, room for error in that way. And then I'm definitely looking at my dog's moods too, right? Um, Tiva's pretty consistent for the most part, but sometimes she gets a wild hair and she wants to like wander further than I want her to. And she's not responding super great when I call her. So, you know, we all have those days, even my perfect angel Tiva, who's 13. Um, but, you know, Waylon too, you know, there's a lot of days where I'm like, this dude is wild today and there's no way he's going to be able to respond to me off leash. So he just stays on leash. Okay. So there's a lot to look at. And I think that um, the internet can be deceiving that way because it just feels like, oh yeah, these people just always have their dogs off leash but there's so much more to it than that so I just want you to be really thinking about those things for yourself and your individual dog so something else that I'm definitely always considering is the possibility of wildlife encounters so this obviously is going to be dependent on where you live, but something I'm definitely privy to and I'm aware of is mating season and baby season and wildlife. Um, it's really important that you know um, mating seasons and, and when they're possibly going to have babies because those are circumstances in which I absolutely believe dogs should be completely on leash. Um, if you guys are new to the podcast, I shared a story over the summer of being charged by a mama elk. Um, it was just kind of like wrong place, wrong time. Um, I know that elk had just um, dropped babies and I, you know, I was trying to be cognizant um, and I just I didn't realize where she had dropped the baby and she charged me and thankfully I was able to get into a car. But um, you need to be aware of that stuff because it is absolutely unacceptable for dogs to be harassing wildlife, especially when they've just dropped young. Um, and, you know, this is definitely an ethical issue. I'm sure that there's um, opinions on both sides. But from where I stand, um, it is inexcusable to let your dog harass wildlife when they've just produced a baby. So you need to be aware of that. Um, in Colorado, the um, Colorado uh, Parks and Wildlife, they have a really great website. And you can go on there and find out when mating season is, when baby season is, just kind of depending on the wildlife. So that's definitely something you need to consider if you're going to let your dog on or off leash. And like I said, um, when I know that um, wildlife have babies, they've recently um, produced young, I am keeping my dogs on leash. Um, this is a common courtesy to them. Um, and like I said, I do prefer for my dogs to be off leash. I think we can all agree that like not having to hold on to the leash and letting the dog move freely is much more enjoyable on the human end. But 
not if it comes at a price to uh, wildlife that are already um, sharing much of their space uh, with human intrusion. Okay, so something else that I'm always looking at is who I'm with. Um, So you guys know that I hike with my mom every week and my mom is amazing, right? Like she keeps her cool. She doesn't stress about stuff. And that makes it much easier for me to let my dogs off leash. Um, My husband, on the other hand, um, typically gets pretty stressed when the dogs are off leash because he doesn't do as much training and doesn't have as much trust with the dog. So for him, he's like constantly worried. And that definitely encumbers my ability to recall the dogs and I think it definitely interferes with the dog's performance too so um, that's definitely something I'm considering like who am I with right and if the people are going to be stressed if the dogs are off leash and that's going to make me stressed and then maybe the dogs aren't going to be as responsive that's probably when I'm going to choose to uh, keep the dog on leash so you know this is all my personal preference but I want you guys to recognize that there is a lot to gain from giving your dog opportunities to be off leash. And I think that there are a lot of creative solutions to um, setting that up so that dogs can safely be off leash so people don't have to be stressed and so that wildlife is not getting harassed. I think that once you do it, you know right? You start to know and you start to trust. And it's a pretty beautiful dialogue being able to trust your dog off leash. So yeah, guys, those are my go-tos when I'm deciding if I should keep my dog on leash or off leash. If you like this episode, let me know. Tag me over on the Instagram. Let me know what you liked about it. And if you feel like this episode could resonate with a friend, with a dog, please share it. So guys, have a beautiful week and please smooch those puppies for me. And I am already looking forward to the next episode. I know that CBD has kind of made a huge splash in the dog world. And, you know, with good reason, CBD can go a long way in aiding your pet's anxiety, physical pain. And, you know, while CBD is huge, there's also a lot of not so good CBD on the market. But the ladies over at VetCS have analyzed and tested all of their products to make sure that it's the highest quality and caliber for your pets. The ladies over at VetCS not only make CBD for dogs, but they also make cat and horse products too. If you'd like to learn more about CBD for your dog, you can check out VetCS.com and you can use code DisorderlyDogs for 10% off your first purchase. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed the show. If you'd like to learn more about us, please check us out on Instagram at a good feeling underscore in co. You can also find us on Facebook at a good feeling dog training, as well as our website, agfdogtraining.com.